Mary Peltola. I work for the Cuscoquim River Intertribal Fish Commission as their executive director. And my name is uh, Spencer Reardon. I am the supervisory biologist for the U for the Yukon Delta National Wildlife Refuge with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Good afternoon. I'm Boyd Blahovdi, refuge manager at uh, Yukon Delta National Wildlife Refuge. Work with Spencer. Mm. Oh yeah, no. Uh, welcome everybody. Uh, on on the line. Um, feel free to interrupt and call anytime. Mary Pentola, Executive Director from Intertribal Fish. Delta National Wildlife Refuge. Spencer, biologist, Five four three two seven five six one eight hundred nine nine five eight nine five four. Dagutoy kapiluki pinnachtuji email akunsupiukuji. Um, radio at kyk dot org. I think dotin pingat lachtok. Um, ukutwani ah ayak ayak ni ayak ni simtni um Mary, you had something that you wanted to say to everybody before we get too far before yes. i forget yes Rihanna, Sam. Uh, so there was originally so alaska federation of natives would like to, is going to host a congressional hearing with two congressmen who have um they each have a piece of legislation in on the house side on the magnuson stevens act reauthorization it needs to be reauthorized because it's sunsetting and the one is our own Congressman Don Young, and the other one is uh, Cong uh, Congressman Huffman from the 2nd District of California. I'm not exactly sure why he has a bill in, but AFN wants to host a, um, a hearing for those two congressmen to hear from Alaska Natives about reauthorization of Magnuson-Stevens Act. That had been scheduled for today, but it's now rescheduled for June 7th, which is a Monday, and the time and the call-in numbers haven't yet be been announced, but my guess is it'll be like 8 o'clock in the morning because of the time change, between 8 and noon sometime mm -hmm. on, on the 7th of June. Um, and Magnuson-Stevens Act is what created the North Pacific Fisheries Management Council, uh -huh. and that's who we all want to be communicating with about bycatch. Okay. Um, Bycatch. 
Benjamin from Bethel. Good morning. Turn your radio off. Nalakut 
Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Stephen Alexi from Napaskak. I have a few. Uh, first of all, um, you know, I'd like to uh, commend uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife and Kaskokum um, River and Tribal Fish Commission. You know, I've been always pushing for to be proactive and plan ahead for uh, you know the fishing season. Since 2013, we have struggled with the king salmon. And um, this year, I believe, is the first year I've seen a schedule that's already set in place before the season starts. So I'm pretty happy about that and looking forward to those openings. But um, the other issue um, I'd like to bring up is uh, the enforcement. You know, during our subsistence season, um, when we're trying to, um, you know, provide for a family and live our way of life, um, those people uh, that are caught um, for fishing for a foot to five feet over the net, you know, uh, some of the majority of the people in the Kaskokum cannot afford to buy a half a net or three, uh, 150 feet. Um, when they buy these nets, they usually uh, eyeball and figure oh this, this that's going to be 150 feet i'd like for i'd like to ask uh, you guys not to uh, criminalize uh, my native people mm-hmm. for trying to fish and provide for the family if they're using illegal gear such as a bigger mesh size you know that's understandable but um you know for a foot to five feet over using the net you know, I kind of want you guys to uh, give them a warning or measure before they go out. And um, those are my two very important points. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Stephen. Stephen. Uh, too late. Uh, I was going to let him uh, uh, translate that himself. Uh, but, uh, Boyd, do you want to have a shot at that? Well, I don't know if Spencer or Mary, if you all want to comment on that first if if um if you don't then i'll just say that i i agree 
with what he said that it it shouldn't it shouldn't be um, our place to um, sort of pick at a very minor type type of discretion that is a foot or five feet of net that's um, that's too long and in the past maybe that has happened but I don't believe that um, that'll be happening this year. It's uh, our goal to have a presence and to be out there so that people know that we care about this issue and that we're trying to help. Um, you know, and one part of that is just to make sure that there's no confusion on the rules and to make sure people know what the rules are. But we, we have a role to play in um, uh, making sure that there's not repeat offenses you know mm. when someone has been warned then we look for that same person and if they're obviously um, not listening to us then that's that's different but mm. um, our, our goal is to make sure people understand first so, yeah. e, uh, you guys want to add no nope. อ่ามากุทวนี่อายักอายักนี่เรื่องปิกาตาอ่ากรุดกรุดกรุดจากายุกตาอ่าอัลกุดอัลกุดมะคอมัตตุมะกาจิมุกจิมุกูสุกูป
We see a lot of that on the television where they do catch and release. Anything else? I think you covered it pretty pretty well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and um, now that smelts have gone by and oh, mosquitoes yeah. are in the air, um, Pete, there have been a couple catches of king salmon. <clears throat> uh, somebody downriver, a local person in Bethel caught two in their set net. And then Bethel test fish caught one or two yesterday. Oh, wow. And until June 1st, people are allowed to fish. Okay. Awai, uh, um, Mary, um, Bill, Akuta, Kusurta, Kapluk, 
ตัวยมยกเวลุตึงตะกวามาอุนกานิไทมกุสกกเวมปายะตอนีอาปดูกะคะลุนิปิลเรอักกะตะกะยะกะกะมกจังซินเนกะจังนิลุกกะกันขะ
the way I explain it is it's supposed to be set so you're not intentionally catching king salmon. And people who know how to fish know what this means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the op- that um, front end closure was the intention originally was for conservation of Chinook, right? And, so. and still allowed to catch other species that are in the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that that's why they allow that front end closure. It's not specifically to target Chinook salmon. Mm-hmm. But having it um, changed from four inch to six inches, oh, good progress. That was mm. a very good thing. I agree. Ah, manachali ukuka kailun chibi ngalakakputa ah chibiskumta ah abit klikuna parallel and perpendicular ah makutwani ikaus ngalakamini hukka hutn marin bagutta chip. จิวิสกุมตาหกมากูนึกตะกายควากินจังเสียนึกตะกับปิดคลุกตามานับแปดตาอ่าตอกมากุตาอ่าเอกนิวิทนึกกิจสกุมายักสุกิเปมตาจา
So I don't, and I'm not saying that, you know, it has to be seven um, tribal seats, but it's, you know, there are a number of regions that are affected by Bering Sea fishing um, up north, and, and it's, you know, creeping up further north every year with global um, climate change. So it seems like it would make sense. And this is something that I think tribes should be talking about is do we really just want to ask for one seat because we're still terribly outnumbered. Um, so I guess I'll just leave it at that. But um, I am hoping that there is a good showing of letters from the tribes. They don't have to be resolutions. Those are harder to get, um, especially in the summer with fishing, uh, with meet, getting meetings with fishing. But it could be a letter signed by your chairman or even your tribal administrator could oh, sign yeah. it honestly. And we have been developing talking points. We have talking points that we will share um, with tribes. Uh, Therese is working on that now. And um, we're happy to help any group that would like help with a letter. <laughs> Uh, fleets unani um bearing sim illonic kuvial rit kaloch pagluting pilrita um akum galrit kwani um aisun ayokuchikan uh kuvial hatakaingani ayokhanik uh kutnik taku shooting Picharalrita <laughs> Anything else, guys? Well, I just would add that I really um, am proud of the Intertribal Fish Commission for taking such an active role in trying to, um, I guess you could say, branch out. And, you know, um, every call I've been on since I've, I've been in this area, the point has been raised about bycatch and what's going on in the Bering Sea or 
um, global climate change and um, that's something that's hard for the refuge to um, to manage or to even be involved in because we don't have authority out there. Um, we'd love to have more input out there, but we don't. So it's great that the Intertribal Fish Commission is taking a lead on that. Maybe we could try to get a seat for the refuge or for the Fish and Wildlife <laughs> Service. No joke. I mean, somebody from Federal Subsistence Board actually should probably be sitting on that. Right. Um, the one other, uh, if you want to translate what um, Boyd said, the other point is a slightly different point. So, um, you know, one of the things that's, uh, you know, as somebody who grew up here and remembers how much kingfishing we used to do and how much we used to put away, it's about 80% less now. Hmm. And it's not because anyone on our river wants it to be that way. There are just so few, fewer fish and smaller fish. So the highest harvest of subsistence Chinook on the Kuskokwim was 110,000 average 30 pounds. Now, the uh, you know annually we harvest from twenty to forty thousand, eleven pound kings. So we are our our needs are not even being close to met. But this really is a bigger issue than the Kuskokwim because most rivers are just we're actually doing better than I think most most other rivers in Alaska. So. Ah, unachali, um, makunka takayakwaknika um. Ping Naksput Achtuhulugu Kanachtugukawai Pishamgani Unani Kalukpakaluting A Pilrit Makuta Ismuknikoto Murishkluting A Pilamung Makutwani Pika Pitchakart Knaki Chang Chang Taulita Um Tahayakfit Tamak Tamakutwani Uh Huani two hundred mile limit Tamiloni Pakamung Um Tapsuki Chang Tamhnin Pit Pilashata Um Kanhut Klukupek Chali Lu Um Muris Muris Kistum Tahamani Ayak Nilre Mashanumta Irak Sarusk Putha A boy Dak Am Kanhtuka A Sli Um Um Yor Um Yor Sak Nilu Nikha Am Makutwani Chang Taulri Una ne imach pigmi saita alchgut lirtnunha Una ne imach pigmi pilas hatnun illauchigat niluting dog pinni lamunghook saita tamana out of their hands. Um Pisch Pisch Gamakchiki Matacheta Tamana Tkisukupin Rilam Tahuam Mary Chalikan Reluni Awai Asriak Fakta 
You are listening to Fish Talk. Um, have any questions? Those are the numbers to call. Um, if you want to remain anonymous, uh, there's the, the website. Uh, email. Email. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, org You guys can uh, ask questions in that way. Chalikwani kwa radio at kyuk.org. Yeah, koyana. Um, you can you can call in. Do it, do it through email. Uh, ask questions. These, my guests are here to answer any questions that you may have. And if they don't have the answer, well, maybe they can um, uh, turn, turn us to the right people that we can ask those questions. Call and ask the radio uh, lines are open at the moment. Um, Samuel, uh, can I ask you a question, or ask Spencer actually a question? Um, going back to the very beginning, e? the ichthyophonus came up. Um, how can people recognize that um, without before they even cut the fish open? Is there a way to see it on the outside of the you know on the scales or anything? I'm, you know, and I'm just going to speak from personal experience from the fish I caught trying to do just that, you know. Um, I've seen fish where I, I couldn't determine anything different on the outside of them. And I've seen others um, with ichthyophonus that uh, kind of had red blotches even on the outside. But I think it might be, or I should say, it could be related to at what stage the ichthyophonus is in. So if it's I don't know of an, a way to determine um, if it has it, you know, before you yeah. before you cut it open. Uh, I think that's the telltale way to to do it is look at the flesh inside, as far as I understand. And that, like I said, that's just from my personal experience and not not uh, reading up on it and studying it. Well, I'm glad, uh, Spencer. I'm glad you told us that <clears throat> it's not necessarily harmful to eat because I know most of the people that I've known who had fish with that in it, they were afraid to even give it to their dog. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah and, and when I said it's okay to eat when cooked, but I don't know if it's okay to eat otherwise, dried, smoked. I don't know that. It's, it's a fungus from what I understand of some kind. And I don't know um, if we know much about it. If people were to look, read up on it on the internet, I know ADF and G has some information on many diseases, animal diseases, wildlife, fish. Um, there might be more information there. 
How do you spell it if you're going to Well, it up? I, I knew that was going to be asked, uh, so uh, I looked it up. So um, it's spelled I-C-H-T-H-Y-O-P-H-O-N-U-S, ichthyophonus. Could you do it one more time? I-C-H-T-H-Y-O-P-H-O-N-U-S. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a mouthful. <laughs> ichthyophonus. Ichthyophonus. <laughs> But when you cut a fish and you're cleaning your fish, it's um, the meat will look whitish instead of pink? Yeah, it's a little blotchy. And and sometimes I've heard, and I, I couldn't do it, that there's a different smell to some of them. But mm. I haven't recognized that yet. Yeah, and there's like pus pockets yep. throughout it. It's yep. just odd. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's not can, really appealing. Can a uh, uh, subsistence user... Just cut that off and get rid of it, and then. I I don't know the answer to that, um, and still have it safe to eat. Um, mm-hmm. If they cooked it, yes, but if they were to dry it, I don't know the answer. Okay. ไอ้อัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอัปอั
So, <clears throat> Therese in our office, in the Fish Commission's office, she's our communications and outreach person, and she, um, I wanted to mention that her number, her phone number, her cell number is 545-7388. And if there's, most of the tribes have our contact information, but if there's somebody not affiliated with the tribe, like a corporation person or a city employee or just a regular fisher person, if you would like to write a letter, you can get a hold of Therese at 545-7388 and she can share with you a template or we could, you know, have people's names attached to one letter or something like that. Um, Again, her name is Therese, and her number is 545-7388 in regard to that hearing on Magnuson-Stevens Act reauthorization. Yeah, Mary Chali, uh, can you read that number mm-hmm. again slow? Yep. It's a Bethel cell number, 545-7388, and that's the Fish Commission cell number. And we're happy to help any anyone along the Cuscoquim submit a letter um, regarding the North Pacific Fisheries Management Council, 543, no, <laughs> excuse me, 547-7388. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Tony kaya gagoliku apitum nikcham kimo mka um esli tunga na kukala kuchu kumtu awai number actually five four five seven three eight eight apit Time. No, no one's ha- has made a call. Uh, do you have anything to add to this? Sure. I, you know, earlier the earlier phone call um, that we had from Stephen earlier was about uh, the first the and second call. First <laughs> and second call. You're right. It, it was about appreciating um, what we have done with Fish Wildlife Service and the Intertribal Fish Commission, and trying to. Um, simplify and make it easier on subsistence users by not only closing the fishery um, June 1 for conservation reasons, but to announce our openers. Um, you know, we've, we've been getting better at this every year. Unfortunately, it's something we have to do <laughs> consistently. We, we don't, we wish fish would just come in and, and we wouldn't have to be doing this. But because we are in this, um, here we are, and we're doing the best we can. You know, we're, we're taking measures. We're trying to get input. 
And when someone calls in and says, you know, this made it easier on us, that that was our intent. Mm. Our intent was to be clear with our communication. Um, we've had practice. I call it practice over and over. And so that means a lot. I, I think it reaffirms in our minds that maybe we are on the right path. Mm. You know, restrictions, nobody's going to like them. Um, but many of us understand the reasons why we do it and for the conservation for our children to to benefit off those things. We're in a changing world, and uh, um, we're trying to catch up all the time as mm. to how best to manage our resources. Mm. นักนักกาวทแคนกมาวตกสกกฟะกมุนอืมมากุทวานีอัลฮกูตอะตูไกตาอืมอะซามะกอกันอ่านัสปาโกโกลูกีปิกไกตอสอดสอดตูฮีน
you know, if we could do the same thing to include the Cascoquim um, uh, School District communities, um, because one of the benefits of these programs is that they offer um, scholarships to their com community members. Um, for example, we're all part of the uh, the YK Delta, and we are all our students are eligible for Salista education scholarships and AVCP education scholarships. KYUK six forty AM Bethel, Alaska. But only those communities in in the CDQ are eligible to offer their students their scholarships. So, you know, if we can include the Lower Yukon School District and the Cascoquim School District communities within the CDQ program, this could open their eligibility status for scholarships. Yeah. So thank you. Leo, Leo, you're still there? Uh, Highlights. Um, uh, no. Okay, yeah, good call. Just thought I'd throw okay. that at you. Didn't mean to put you on a spot. Yeah, thank you for calling. Uh, CDQ, uh, North Pacific Fishery, scholarships. Um, Yeah, I was just I was just counting up how many of our uh, tribes are part of our CDQ uh, CVRF. So we've got one, two, three, six. It looks like nine, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So um, we, you know, I. I'm going to be neutral on any, you know, um, requests for changes to anything regarding the CDQ groups. We just don't have an opinion on that. But welcome anyone to, you know, um, share their opinions at that hearing, however they wish. Yeah, I could. 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 I could
Um, since nobody else is calling in, I guess I just wanted to, um, you know, of course, we all want to go back to those days of harvesting what we used to harvest, but, and, and we hope that this year's run is abundant, but right now, you know, the front enclosure, it's just for a taste of fish. We're not, it's not intended to be, you know, trying to fill our racks. And even those first two times of fishing, um, under Anilka, it said in times of shortage or in t- you know when there's a conservation concern, there still needs to be some kind of customary and traditional use mm-hmm. opportunity. And so that's kind of what this is, is because Yupiks believe that if we are not actively trying to catch Chinook, they won't come back. Mm-hmm. 
So we're allowing some harvest, but recognizing we probably won't come close to what our real subsistence needs are. Yeah, just um, in anticipation of uh, future questions coming in about future openers, maybe we can summarize, Mary and, and Boyd, what our thinking is. I mean, so we've, we've announced some openers in this first special action. Three of them are set net. Two of them are drift net opportunities. Um, but basically, we, um, we felt comfortable announcing those. But we're also interested in first looking at in-season information before announcing any further ones, or if there's any further ones. And some of that in-season information is um, what's the harvest from these openers, from fishermen reports, mm. the Bethel test fish, and we'll consider the, the sonar. Um, trying to get an idea of the strength of the run. It's a difficult thing. You know, it's, <laughs> I always equate it to a little bit of gambling. But so you can never anticipate getting it spot on. You know, we have an objective of what we want for an escapement, which is 110,000. But we also recognize that uh, that's a difficult task. It's, it's, um, you're trying to use what little information you have uh, early in the season to determine if you're going to make that escapement. And you're also weighing against the need to fish. I mean, subsistence is an important thing for us. And uh, so we're always asking ourselves what our next move is. So mm-hmm. we don't want people to think that this is the only opportunity, although it could be. Um, but we haven't decided that yet. Good afternoon. Hello. Yeah. I got a couple of comments to uh, uh, fishing game people up there. Okay. My, uh, I've been thinking like uh, there's an upcoming, if I heard it correctly, upcoming meeting that the FN is 
sponsoring with uh, no specific fisheries. So if that's the case, uh, my suggestion is uh, why can't uh, YK Delta fish and game people attend that meeting or be involved with that upcoming uh, meet, meeting and talk to the no specific uh, people there about our efforts of, of trying to conserve uh, and multiply the salmon up here. Tell them about our efforts because uh, we've been, we are in the Kasukum area. We've been following the rules and regulations every year for the past over 10 years now. And to me, that uh, seems to be not working because uh, the salmon are decreasing in number every year. Their returns are decreasing every year. To me, that decline is really happening out in the high seas. So my suggestion is that uh, the fishing game people of this area get involved with the more specific fisheries people and work with them and convey to them of our efforts uh, and um, talk to them about uh, doing their part in the high seas fisheries uh, because uh, I I see no other way of uh, increasing our number of fish if the other end is not doing their part. So that's my suggestion for the area fishing people to get involved with uh, no specific uh, people of our efforts. Uh, Willie? And for them to do their part. All right, thank you. Oh, Willie, Willie. wait, wait, before yeah. you... I was just, you said you had a couple of comments, and so uh, while you were on this one, I was going to ask if I could just respond. All right, okay. Okay, so, I and I apologize for not explaining it better. So this isn't actually talking with the North Pacific Fisheries Management Council. Um, what this call is on June 7 is one that Alaska Federation of Natives is hosting. It's a listening session for two congressmen because those two congressmen have bills in the U.S. House on the Magnuson-Stevens Reauthorization Act. So, and I don't know, you know, hopefully that would merge into one piece of legislation or they would each decide which bill would be the one who, that goes forward. But um, this hearing is just basically for Don Young's staff and Congressman Huff Huffman's staff as they look at making changes to Magnuson Stevens Act. Does that make sense? Yeah, all right. Now I understand. Willie, I'm going to tell you, you have to a bit of 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 a 
mahani kuskuk fi mawatini illoni su fonkuda kuviatulini doya samakokan maliyusuta inkutum tumakun pilakayako kutawam huangini nakutuitawam amsakit kaitumyaksu pilakayako kutawam asamakokan kutna อาสาเมกันตัวปิดนอกคือกิจการนักนักนำอาสาคานิซีนิเรตตะวามตัวเซาเอาไว้คือกันนอกคือมานิฟิซินเกมันเลือกคือกูกูกูขัดไอ้ค
target king salmon, and I think that was part of it. It was, This was, came from the Board of Fish during the front end closure, and I don't know how they came up with 60 feet. Yeah, I'm not sure how they came up with that number either, but I, I do uh, agree that at first it was intended to be a white fish because if you remember, it used to be 4-inch mm -hmm. and smaller, and... Uh, you know, whitefish nets typically are smaller than our, or shorter than our salmon nets. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing it had something to do with that. And it morphed over the years. Um, you know, where there was a closure, then there was set net opportunity for four inch, and then there was set net opportunity for six inch with with maintaining that 60 foot length and having it be uh, tied to the bank. So. And I think people who were at the working group meetings at that time understood that it wasn't to target Chinook, but that really wasn't expressed very well. It wasn't communicated out very well. And for people on the river, June is the time to catch king salmon. So mm -hmm. it did not make any sense to be thinking of, you know, anything else but trying to harvest king salmon. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> front and close pika khami ayakni ka khas hani manna am makutakayak feta am ikhni ukhkaitnt kit kangnakluki pingakht pilkhmkhni unakhani foreign sakam pikhtlkhani makutakayak feta changtakoman ritlkhkait pitikluki pilkhuta am chalisu my talk Nayakaluni Hobbit six inch salmon to kitchen, Marelu, good to come tuck that chair, Kubiamta, Makut Pugalita Pilasamta, Ila Maxaunani, a time toy, Quankuta nutach tokach nutach tuskamta, Pitklukutamana taku mock, Jalisu ukut asan kwanknk meri mawai pilkhatstun am makunika kakigin kulchingik klinik a jun khwan khwanikawgutm ayaknis khani a tamakunik umyoktkin rilasput khankuta kuwiel kukjang nakhani makuniknknka am umyongtu kut makunika takhayakwaknik qasugnik khalk a kangitnknklu Pituk put makuta, kauta kata, makutsu a pakiat, chali su red salmon. Sayid. Sayid, ah, cool, good. Um, umyaks jagat kriakaka, a tamakunik umyang luta pituk, chali konik kayagal ramun, makan mum trailernik bethel collar, Ivan. Good afternoon. Ivan? Hello? Ivan, mom to get it. Yee, get out of here, read your nip machluki. Yeah, nip tenga. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, with Willie from Quigda. Maybe his main question is, in my opinion, yeah, you restrict the hell out of us. 
when it comes for him asking you for help on the high seas and those commercial fishermen at False Pass and Area M, they're intercepting their chums bound for the Yukon and Kuskokun rivers. No, you deny us that help. Now you tell us to go to AFN. That's not right. Who polices the high seas out there? If it's commercial fishing, you guys do. I'm with Willie. We're asking for your help to have restrictions out there. Not only us. That's not right. Police the hell out of us. Undue hardship, I call it. Mismanagement. You know what I'm talking about? Them copper fishermen too. Outsiders, they take what they want. No, me, not me and my people. Undue hardship. I'm with Willie. Or with from uh, Quig. Maybe I simplify his question. Why don't you guys help us on that uh, talk on that Senator Young and uh, we need your help out there. Now you're denying us that. They're telling us to go AFN and talk, speak for ourselves. That's more hardship. Yeah, that's like doing doing nothing. And well, yeah, he's perfectly right. He put it in perspective. We follow the rules and regulations here on the Yukon and Kutkum rivers. And we're still short on fish. You blame everything on us. That's not right. I'm with Wish. Why don't you guys help us on the high season? The interception on Area M and False Pass. Yeah, good afternoon. Mary? Yeah, I um I and I'm I apologize again. I didn't mean to make it sound like we want people to testify on their own. The Fish Commission will definitely be testifying. We'll definitely be carrying the message for our thirty three communities on the Cusco. And if a community or person would like to add to our testimony, we you know, the more people we can get testifying the better. Um, and this is not the final answer. This is just one hearing set up by AFN. And the Fish Commission will continue to learn more about North Pacific Fisheries Management Council. We'll continue to do what we can. You know, we all know that power, it's really hard to affect change coming from the bottom up. We recognize that we have to go to where the power is and um, you know, try to make a systems change on a big level, and it's going to take time, and we are now working on that. So thank you, Yvonne. We agree with you. Hwani 
I just will say that I um, I respect the caller's comments and I hear the frustration in his voice and we are we get just as frustrated at um, any government type job because there are so many rules and we have to follow one of the rules that um, we certainly have to follow or we won't be here for long is uh, we're not allowed to lobby and so we I, I only was saying earlier that we maybe couldn't comment at a meeting like what um, the Intertribal Fish Commission will be attending. But that doesn't mean we can't participate in other meetings and make sure that we're helping in, in other ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any last comments for our listeners out there within this five-minute space, Mary? Sure, I, I can go. I mean, we um, I've been here long enough to see some successes, and one of the commonalities between successes of conservation, whether it be Yukon moose, Cusquim moose, the goose management plan and dealing with cacklers back in the 80s, is that all the common denominator with all that is the people. Yeah, working with them, um, having them involved to understand, having them teach us things, teach us, meaning the agency. Um, we're learning as we go, too, and we're trying to do, always do a better job. And that only comes when we get public input and public participation. Um, we're, we work for the public. I remind myself that uh, 
um, I may have an immediate supervisor, which is Boyd, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I also remind myself that I work for the public. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in subsistence. I grew up with that lifestyle and have a high value for it, and my family does too. Amen. And so that is a big part of my job. And so with the last comment I'd make is that uh, I really thank the people for their sacrifices and what they've done. I know it's difficult, and uh, but I don't see an, a better way to do it. Mm -hmm. I know there's other issues we have to address, but uh, I think we're on the right path for addressing Kuskokwim fisheries. Okay, Boyd? Uh, he said it. I just would mm -hmm. add that I thank um, KYUK as well because this is a great avenue for us to get the word out. And Mary? Yeah, I, I think we're all collectively grieving the loss of the Chinook salmon run that we remember and that we grew up with. And we're, you know, figuring out ways to move beyond that and find solutions to rebuilding. Mm -hmm. And again, I thank you for all the callers that have called in. Uh, we are here for you. And this is your radio station. And we need to hear from you stuff what you have in mind. Um, thank you for listening to Fish Talk, where we talk about fish and the Kaskokumira. My guests that have joined us, Mary, uh, Boyd, and Spencer, Hwakan National, Kaskokum Yukon Delta Wildlife, and Mary Suunakwani, Kwangkutari Nakahbutwani Intertribal Fish Commissionani Um Representaka Kutwangkuta Ika Yukhbutta Taumak Aputankumta Adrasakalugu Ishin Buchai again thank you very much to everyone that have called in today. This is your soul, this is your radio. This is your river. This is your state.